This is the final word, India-England daily. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon after a fantastic, historic, I go as far to say, victory by England. Uh, Jeff, tell us all about it in the space of 30 seconds. 30 seconds or less. Uh, England won. They started the day. India needed just to bat time. They had nine wickets in hand. Pajara got out, but Shubman Gill made a 50. Loves the fourth innings of a test match. And then along came Jimmy Anderson. Three for seven in the spell. Knocked over Gill, Rahane and Rishabh Pant. And really then it was a matter of time. Virat Kohli made 72, batted really nicely eventually got one that kept low and crawled through and that was pretty much all she wrote. England win by 227. They're 1-0 up and right now they're top of the World Test Championship. That they are. Look, India don't lose at home. They, they of course, lost to Australia at Pune in 2017. That's mm. the last time they lost on home soil. You've got to go back a pretty long time to a loss before that. So the fact that India have rocked up and at the first time of asking played like this, it's an exceptional all-round performance. Yeah, I mean, if you think about, you cast your mind back to India losing Test matches in India. 2012 when they lost that series to England I reckon that's about the last time I can remember aside from 2017 so yep. maybe two you know, two tests in a decade before this um, it's, it's more intimidating than a Gabba record I'll tell you that <laughs> and I don't think anyone gave England a chance particularly but they made the best of what they were given. They won the toss, they got to bat first and they made that pay and ever since then they've been ahead in the match. It was really never a time that India looked like getting back into it aside from those those little fight backs with the bat from Rishabh Pant and Washington Sundar in the first innings. Yeah and they had to stick the landing today. I mean it's all good and well to give yourself an opportunity on, on the final day and India returned needing 381 runs to win or bat all day. Unlikely as, as it was going to be on a fifth day turning track but still the pressure does transfer back to England. They've got to make the play early on and that's exactly what Jack Leach did go back two days and he's basically smashed out of the attack by Rishabh Pant after that take six wickets in the test match from that point onwards but the first one today was Pajara and yes Gill is the danger man at the top of the list but Pajara is the is the man who sets the rhythm if you like we saw that yeah. even in the Brisbane chase he was the guy who was able to lay the foundation give them the stability and it was Leach early doors getting one to angle in beautifully drift and catch the outside edge taken by Ben Stokes and that's what got England going I, I think what Pajara does in a team of attacking batsmen is he gives them licence to attack. He makes them feel safe and secure. He holds them yes. at night. He gives them a spoonful of honey before bed. He tells them everything's going to be okay. And as long as he's there, they feel safe. You know, Shubh McGill was, he was hitting sixes over the leg side. He was taking on the spinners. Um, you know, just, just cleared a man in the deep at one point. Um, Dom Sibley sprawling around. But Shubman Gill looked like, you know, I might as well just go for it. And he got to 50, and he's, he's made a little habit so far of reaching 50 and then getting mm. out. Um, and, and that's exactly what happened. But he couldn't do a lot given Jimmy Anderson and his speller reverse swing bowling. He came on, he had the ball hooping in. Not uh, Maybe hooping's too much. It wasn't extravagant, but it was just enough. And then he was hitting the seam and getting it to come back further with the seam. Straight through the gate, bang. Two-thirds up off stump to get rid of Shubman Gill, and then the same deal to get a Jinky Rahane. One ball after nailing him on the pad, which you know could and probably should have been leg before wicket, but was just hitting outside the line. Yeah, just on up past call. I'd call it hooping. A reverse swing like that, uh, first over in the attack on day five. To bowl that delivery to Shubman Gill, it was an absolute work of art. To repeat it three balls later, only bowlers like James Anderson, with all his experience and skill, can pull that off. That's mm. a that's a once-in-a-day delivery, and he's done it twice in the space of an over. And if you count the, the leg 
before that was yeah. turned out. Admittedly, that, that did keep low, which didn't help Rahane, but there, there was mm. no umpire saving uh, Rahane the second time around, and that was it, really. It was game over in the space of one over. Not to say that Shubman Gill was going to advance from 50 to 100 to 150 and beyond necessarily, but the fact that he had been set and mm. reset and was scoring at regular intervals even after losing Pajara it just meant they yeah. needed Anderson to come on and do what he does so well and to do it twice like that it was a it was the hammer blow England needed to make sure there was no other result other than them winning and it was a question of when not if I think the thing is it doesn't really matter how far a team is ahead if there's a batsman out there scoring quickly against them it does start to get to them after a while sure. even if you're yeah. 500 up if someone plows their first hundred in quick time you do start to get antsy about it. You don't want to get smashed around. Bowlers don't want to concede boundaries. And so Shubman Gill being out there had the possibility of unsettling England just by scoring. Even if it wasn't going to win them the game, it might have thrown them off their attempts to win the game. So I think him being out there was really important. Um, him being knocked over was, uh, was significant as well. And then, you know, Rahane copped a lot of stick for making a duck today, but you come in and face that reverse swinging ball. I yeah. think there's a lot of players who could get out for naught against that. Yeah, the artistry involved in what Anderson did. I mean, all the years in the game, that that's what... That's what builds the skill set to the point where you can achieve that kind of thing at a really important time in, in the test match as well. Uh, he's obviously our player of the day. There's almost no doubting. Mm. Even though Leach took four wickets and Anderson took three, to be precise, Leach four for 76 yeah. from 26 and Anderson three for 17 from 11. But it Anderson was the way that Anderson did it. it. Yeah, and it, and, it was the, and it was that middle order that was so prolific uh, against Australia at Brisbane. It was, mm. uh, as we mentioned already, Shubman Gill and Rahane, then Richard Punt, mm. and he loved that wicket because it was the off-pace delivery, mm-hmm. chipped, well, not quite so much as chipped as hard hands to extra cover where Joe Root takes yeah. the chance. Almost just leading like, edge, I think, Richard. Yeah. was sort of looking to go to mid-on um, and just leading edged it up to, to cover. Just like it was with Dick Weller at Gaul mm. in the first innings a couple of weeks ago. Anderson loved that wicket the most because it was set up via a plan, but, I mean, it was just tremendous bowling. He's on 300. 43 test wickets since turning age 30. He passed Courtney Walsh's record of 341 today along the way. So another little notch for Anderson along this long and storied career. I suppose the debate for England will be, and I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but does Anderson play alongside Broad last week? I'm sure when they were doing their planning three days from now, Mm. on Saturday when the second test match starts, Mm. I'm sure they were thinking, look, Anderson will play test one, Broad will play test two, but I think there is an an argument now that India are down um, to try and knock them out with this experience. Do you you, are you able to knock them out with fast bowling though? Like, does that mean you have to get rid of a spinner? Or oh, the assumption mean- that Archer plays. I'm, I'm, I'm saying you'd reconfigure your attack, but I'm yep. saying all the experience of, of Anderson and Broad, mm. and I mean, it is daunting. I mean, mm. when Anderson bowls at the moment, he's in their heads, and why wouldn't you be? It's like when Ashwin was bowling to England yesterday. Mm. We talked about the importance of being in a team's head. You can't really leave Anderson out now on the back of what he did today, yep. and why wouldn't you deploy Stuart Broad, who's fresh? We talked about the importance of Ashwin taking wickets, even if in a lost cause, just to get himself going. Maybe parallels with Virat Kohli today. He made 72, batted through most of the innings, um, was out towards the end to a, you know, a literally unplayable, a ball from yeah. Ben Stokes that, that hit that spot on the pitch that was causing a lot of troubles sent up you know, a puff of dust like a papal smoke signal and got about three inches off the turf and went under his bat and, and collected his stumps. There wasn't a way to defend that delivery. But everything else that was pitching on better parts of, of the wicket, Coley was standing up tall and punching through cover. He was playing the pull shot authoritatively. He was using his wrists to slap through long on. He's had a weird sort of year and a half. It's been 14 months since he made 100 in any format for India, which is getting close to the longest streak in terms of time. And it's by far the longest in terms of innings. 
innings. He's had 32 innings in that time and not made 100, which has never happened before when in, you consider in his career. he's made 70-odd in, exactly. in, in, in well, international cricket, yeah. isn't it? Uh, so he's only had eight test innings in that time, hasn't played a lot of test cricket, but 150 in those eight innings, you know, hasn't been having a great time in the long form of the mm. game. But to, to make those runs and, and stand up to some pretty tough bowling for a few hours today, maybe that stands him in good stead. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And, and there was always going to be a ball that would shoot through today. We mentioned the Anderson mm. to Rahane first up. At some point, there was going to be a mm. ball that would go along the ground. It just happened to be that Coley faced the most deliveries and he was the one to cop it. Let's step yeah. back from like, the day's play and put this in a, a bit of context. We already talked about how infrequently India have lost at home. But England have won now six times in a row in Asia. They've mm-hmm. won their last six away test matches. Joe Root's captaincy. I mean, for all the criticism that he copped yesterday about his declaration, for all of the sort of undermining of the decision-making mm. process, I think he said it best when on radio after play today, he said that, well, nobody spent more time on that pitch than me. I had a fair idea of what I was doing. Yeah, um, that was a very pointed comment that he, he knew what the surface was about. And none of the the complaints yesterday were really just about, I don't like watching a team block. They weren't really about um, what should happen tactically in the game. Because if you're giving a team four sessions to bat needing 350, if they manage to bat the four sessions, they'll win. You know, that's yep. kind of how it goes. It's, you, you, you can't give them enough runs that they could get if they use the entire amount of time and bat through it. Um, because otherwise you're you're creating problems for yourself. You've, I think, got to back your bowling attack and say that we're, we're more than confident of knocking them over in three sessions on a fifth day on this wicket. And if you can't do that, your bowlers will probably be too spent to actually do you much good, If you had, even if you had another day to bowl them out. Yeah, and nine wins in 15 starts under the... Under the under the coaching of Chris Silverwood. I don't think mm. that's for nothing either. I think when, when Bayless finished up, there was a sense that they needed to find a way to win long mm. games of Test cricket, not to sort of blast a team out, yeah. but to do it in five days. And this was utterly comprehensive. I mean, through the course of really every session, 13 and a half sessions, it's hard to find one that India won outright. Maybe you could say... Maybe um, when Washington was batting. Yeah, but know, even that, England did finish them off. They still took four wickets. Yeah. So, you know, even that was a split session. It really, you rarely see a team dominate and boss yeah. India at home like that in fact you don't see it and mm. I think Chris Silverwood deserves some credit for the direction at the top of the team and I, I talked about sort of satellite view Ben Jones put up a, a good tweet before from Crickviz saying that look at the state of England at the moment in this interminable lockdown um, still extraordinary death rates due to COVID-19 cricket was yeah international cricket was played last year but uh, it was a tough year for recreational cricketers who barely got on the park Mm. and the national team to play like they did in this first test match all eyes on them on terrestrial television um, it was a moment in time it's a test match as Ben pointed out that over time will be looked back on so fondly. Yeah, I think that that is significant in that with so many people at home, you know, there probably were more people watching it than might have been yep. the case otherwise. And it may be one of those those little sort of bookmarks that people pop in their, you know, the, the pages of their lives, I if, think if so. you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and say, oh, I remember that when, when England won away because how many other test series are they going to see on free-to-air TV? Probably not many. Yeah, and it's just the idea that it was that collective communal thing. And that's not sort of a, a Sky Channel 4 thing. I'm not, I don't mean that. I just kind of mean like isn't it lovely when everyone's sort of engaged together like it was at Headingley a couple of years yep. ago the World Cup I think even though it's different circumstances winning the first test like that in India when they're not the favourites I think stacks mm. up really really nicely so player of the day is clearly James Anderson mm-hmm. we need to come to our final Hall of Fame of the week Jeff yeah um, Hall of Fame look one significant moment would have to be the last wicket um, well w- while playing for the last wicket and there's a, a bit of a noise behind the stumps and there's a bit of an appeal because it seems like the bales have come if Ishan Sharma must have yes. hit them with his heel um, 
Um, and then, you know, they went up and checked this on, on the third umpire replay because they weren't sure what had happened. Um, the stump had been knocked lopsided several de- deliveries earlier. I'm not sure if by the, by the batsman or by the wicketkeeper, maybe at the end of an over, um, and was leaning back drunkenly. And the bales had just been hanging on for a couple more balls and then finally just dropped off randomly while Ishant was facing up. So it would have been interesting, you know, had, say, the ball hit the stumps, had it bowled him at that point because the bales were already off. Um, the third umpire True. was trying to call dead ball. The umpire in the middle was saying, you can't call dead ball, <laughs> you know, I need you to rule that not out. Um, and, and on they went for quite a while and eventually play continued. And, and it wasn't out hit wicket to end a test match, which would have been a funny way to go. Yeah, that, that was more what I was interested in, I suppose. Had it been hit wicket, has there been a test ending that way before? I mean, maybe, but certainly can't remember it. Uh, my no. Hall of Fame entry was just down the park before um, seeing a dad playing cricket with his son, which was ever so nice. And every ball that the dad bowled to his son is going, bold, Gary, nice, Gary, just proves <laughs> that cricket is in the blood everywhere you look. No, but on the in the test match in question, just I want to make a note for Ashwin's bravery. Um, he's hit on the arm twice and on the helmet once and sure maybe he should be wearing an arm guard at all times but mm. just the fact that he's like no no shake it off I'm going to go again because my you know my team needs me that that speaks to mm. Ashwin's broader mindset I think that um, you know that, that he is a never say die type of character even if it was putting himself under significant danger and he's probably lucky not to have broken a finger or worse maybe he should be using armor guard to protect <laughs> his dashboard from the hot midday sun isn't that what that stuff is called you used to spray on I'm your pretty dashboard. sure you're I'm pretty sure your brain's riddled with too many of those 90s ads. Looking down at my page of notes, as you'll see on the YouTube channel if you've been watching throughout the week, we've got through everything, which yeah. means that we can end the show. We can. We can do it. We but can what do we so. can note is Sorry. that England are 1-0 up. How good is this for a series? It sets yes. it up. I mean, look, if, if India had steamrolled them first test, everyone would have said, ah, oh, as expected. Now, India got to fight back. They need they need to win two test matches to win the series. Yeah, test cricket in 2021 is a volatile beast. We're having a great time covering it on The Final Word. We'll have our weekly show coming out in a couple of days, our weekend show. Between times, the India Daily will be back both on the podcast and on YouTube. We're having just the best time working with Cam Fink and everyone that's behind the scenes making sure we get on the park. At the moment, not twice a week but seven days a week thanks ever so much thanks for watching thanks for commenting it's been brilliant Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon this is the India England Daily final word from you uh, just to say go to patreon.com slash the final word if you like us and you want to give us money it's pretty simple speak again soon good night I had to go about-